0: My heart is really heavy right now, and so I'm not gonna be talking about anything as it relates to athletics. I am gonna be sharing some things that are just in my heart. Uh, The morning that I am recording this, I saw a press conference uh, from an NBA coach, Steve Kerr, and he just poured out his heart. There's lots of things that took place within our country uh, in the month of May, and he was just pouring his heart out. And as I watched this, my heart became heavy as well may was an interesting month Uh, i was able to celebrate a birthday uh, but we also saw some horrific things that took place in our country right around may 13th we saw a shooting at a church in southern california it was a taiwanese presbyterian church one person was killed five others were injured Many people are suggesting that this was an example of a hate crime. The person who did the shooting locked and closed off exit ways before he entered into the church. Thankfully, somebody tried to intervene. Unfortunately, that person was shot. But his heroic act allowed other people to act to keep the shooter at bay. Not too long after that, we saw a shooting take place in Buffalo at a supermarket in Buffalo. Once again, this was fueled by hate. The supermarket was in a predominantly black neighborhood and the suspect who was shooting was Caucasian. He killed 10. He killed 10 bystanders, innocent bystanders in a supermarket. And then just 10 days after that, we see a shooting take place in Texas at an elementary school. One teacher dead, another adult dead, and it's said to now think that 19 elementary students were shot dead. This person also shot his own grandmother. May has been a heavy, heavy Month. And the hearts of many people are very heavy as well. When will people stop? When will people stop? I don't know the answer to that question, but the reality is this hatred has no room in any person's heart. But as we experience hatred, we're also experiencing a force of evil that is taking place. The world that we live in, it is evil. The world that we live in, it is no good. For those of you who do believe in God, for those of you who are saved, we know that this place on earth is just a temporary residence because our true residence is with God in heaven. But while we are here, we must act. Our purpose here on earth as believers is to know God more and to make him known But we are not doing that job well enough. We're not doing that job well enough. People get so comfortable within their own circles and their own bubbles, and we don't reach out to the lost. We don't reach out to the hurt. We don't reach out to the broken. When will believers step up and fulfill that which God wants us to fulfill? I look at the shootings that took place. These three shootings took place within a matter of about two weeks. Fueled by hatred. By hatred. This is sad. It's a sad, sad time. Sad moment. But the sad thing about it is these things have been taking place for years and it seems like nothing is being done. Within this episode, I'm not here to talk about politics. I'm not here... To talk about laws that need to be voted on i'm not here talking about any of those things but my heart is heavy to talk about hatred and my heart is heavy to talk about what needs to be done especially from believers at the root of hatred we see fear or anger fear or anger and when that fear runs rampant out of control or that anger runs out of control it starts to control us people do horrific things because of fear and anger look at the Bible Cain killed his brother Abel the preceding emotion anger God asked Cain, why are you so angry Cain was so angry it led him to kill his own brother or look at Joseph Joseph was loved by his father Jacob because he was able to have a son in his old age His love for Joseph, however, fueled hatred in the hearts of his brothers. So much so, they threw him in a pit to leave for dead, and then they eventually sold him into slavery. Again, hatred, anger, these things fuel us to do things that are just horrific and hurtful to other people. So why do people hate? There are some psychological reasons and some real just basic reasons why people hate. And this is not a comprehensive list, but these are some things that come to my mind. First of all, stress. Stress is a real thing that makes people overwhelmed. Stress can also lead to anger, but when that escalates, it could lead to hatred. People need to do a better job of dealing with stress. What about social anxiety? Social anxiety can make it difficult for people to interact with other people, and then it can lead them to fearing people. It could lead them to embarrassment. That anxiety can cause people to react to situations that makes them uncomfortable or angry or experiencing hatred towards somebody else. Sometimes people hate because of just differences. We have different political opinions, different religious opinions, different cultural Norms, different social beliefs, different values. All of these differences cause people to sometimes feel angry towards others and perhaps even hatred. The shooting that took place in Southern California, there was hatred towards people from a Taiwan descent. The shooting in Buffalo was hatred towards African Americans. There were differences that took place. But the people who are responsible for the shooting, they did not deal with their anger. They did not deal with their hatred. They did not deal with those differences. We have to reach out to anybody and everybody. You don't know what other people are going through. We have no idea what they're going through. We need to combat hate. We need to combat fear. We need to combat anger. Each and every single one of us has to deal with these things inside of ourselves. If we don't deal with those things, it will lead to hurt. If you do not learn to control your anger, your anger will control you. Your anger will control you and it will lead you to do things that are absolutely horrible. How do we respond? How do we respond? We know that fear and anger is at the root of hatred. But how do we respond? The Bible says be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. It takes courage to speak to somebody who has hurt you. It takes courage to speak to a person from a different group that is not you. It takes courage to listen to other people and the things that they've experienced. It takes courage to deal with the unknown. Courage is not an absence of fear. Courage is mastery over fear. Courage is resistance to fear. A lot of these things that have taken place were a result of hatred caused by fear and anger. We need to learn to be strong and courageous. But I'm going to talk to believers for just a second. We need to be on these front lines speaking and building relationships with people. If we don't build relationships with people, we are not fulfilling our purpose. We are made, created in God's image. We are to be in intimate relationship with God, that intimate relationship with God, we see through intimate relationship with other people. We need to experience God. We need a God revival. We need a God experience in our country. But that starts with believers. It is crazy to me how many people have been hurt by the church The church is supposed to be the place where we can have these conversations about race, about politics, and about all different types of differences that people have. That could be taking place in the church. We see churches who kick people out because of indifferences. We see churches who don't accept people because of different backgrounds. Sunday is still the most segregated day in our country. It shouldn't be that way. That is not what the kingdom of God looks like. When Jesus was here, he said, your kingdom come. Yes, we are waiting for God to return. and We're waiting for that eternal kingdom. But we want to see in heaven as it is on earth. We want to bring heaven down to earth. Well, a big part of that is being able to celebrate the differences that we have and show love to people who are not like us. But yet, all we do is we love those who love us. Jesus spoke to this. It's easy to love people who love you, but Jesus says, love your enemies. Love your enemies. In Luke, he says, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. Is that what we're doing? Are we showing love to our enemies? And this is not that relationship love. We're talking about showing compassion to other people. We're talking about doing good to other people. If we're a church and we're kicking people out of the church, we're not showing compassion for those people who are different from us. We're not showing them goodwill. We're certainly not treating them the way that Jesus would. So what are we doing? Jesus says, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. I can't help but think about these shootings that took place. And it comes to my mind to say what if there was a believer who spoke with all of these people who were causing the shootings what if believers had relationships with those people loving relationships to where they can see beyond their hurt see beyond their pain and see beyond their hatred and see the god of heaven who created the universe We, as believers, need to point people to Jesus. We need to point people back to God. But we're supposed to be an example. In Ephesians, it says, be imitators as dearly loved children. We're to be imitators of Christ. We're to be imitators of Christ. Well, when we kick people out of the church, that's not imitating Christ. When we hate other people, that's not imitating Christ. My heart is heavy because these things have taken place and these things will continue to take place. But as believers, as Christians, we have to stand up and we have to model Christ. We have to know God more and make God known to anybody and everybody. So if you are a believer and you are not doing this, my question is, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life if you're not making God known and you're not knowing him more? We got to stand up. We got to stand up. My heart is heavy. This is not about race. This podcast is not about political differences. It's very much to say this. We need Jesus. We need love. We need God. And as believers, we are called to love others. We need to do a better job of that. But one of the reasons why we don't love others is because we don't know what true love looks like. We don't know what true love looks like. God is love. So if we want to know what true love looks like, we need to get to know God better. We need to get to know God more. Invest your time and your relationship with God. There is no greater investment than that. People are so concerned with their retirement and their insurance and their 501Ks and this and that and the other. Stop investing in other things that are not as important as your relationship with God. Invest your time with the Lord. It's an eternal investment. It's an eternal investment. While we wait for eternity, we need to do a better job of knowing God and making him known. And so that is my challenge to anybody and everybody who is listening to this episode. Know God more and make him known. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, my heart is heavy and I know the hearts of many other people in this country are heavy as well, especially as our country has experienced shootings, death, killings. Father God, I pray for our country. I pray for our communities. I pray for believers in our communities, Lord, that we would be committed to prayer and that our presence, Father God, would just be a sweet aroma that brings people to you. Lord, as we go about this day, as we go about this week, as we go about this month, may we love those who do not love us. May we love our enemies. May we love our neighbor, but may we love you. You loved us first. May we learn to love you more. Help us to do good to those who hate us. Help us to bless other people. And Lord, I just pray for those who treat us wrong, who treat us bad, who mistreat us. Pour your love out in our hearts. Pour your spirit out in our lives. We pray for change. We pray for revival. And I do sincerely pray, Father God, that we can point people back to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.